Welcome to Connection Privé. I'm Clémence, CEO and founder of luxury PR agency Clementine Communication. Today, I'm thrilled to welcome James, James Grandy uh, on my podcast. He's the co-founder of Small Beer Brew, uh, a low-alcohol beer available in online, but also in most of your uh, supermarkets. And we're about to discuss how uh, he's managed the, the, his company through the, the COVID situation um, and what this crisis has taught him about his business. I think one of the main things that we both Um, agree, and I can't wait to discuss that with him a little bit further, um, is that we've learned the importance of team spirits and, and resilience to success of the business. Um, at, at the team, we've been speaking each morning at Clementine PR, planning for our clients' needs, finding new ways to innovate as an agency. Uh, and it's it's not always um, it I guess it's not always work chats as this daily touch point, you know we had to find out how people are doing, uh, how the, the the challenges of the lockdown and sharing anxieties. It's been it's been actually super stressful for some of us. Um, the, the pandemic and the, the lockdown has really elevated mental well-being. So we'll be talking to James a little bit about how he feels, knowing that he's got two very young kids at home uh, to support as well. Uh, the, the key for us has been to, to state that it's perfectly natural not to feel great during this um, very high level of uncertainty. And hopefully we'll go through the other side all together. So clearly the importance of team spirits and resilience is something I'd love to discuss with James now. Good morning. How are you, James? Clem, I'm very well. It's a pleasure to be here today. I'm thrilled. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm I'm delighted because we we know each other for for a few years now, um, and I've been thinking of you guys a lot. Obviously, during this hard time, um, how have you been doing? Clem, we've been really well. Thanks for asking. Yeah, we are, uh, as you well know, we're a brewery based in South Bermondsey, a small beer brewery. Um, we specialize in brewing classic beer styles below 2.8%. And we, so really innovative, really pioneering stuff actually going on here. And I suppose what's been fascinating is particularly through lockdown, how lifestyles uh, have changed somewhat. And uh, we all find ourselves juggling a million and one things. Um, and somehow, some, somewhere, some way, small beers found its way into many lifestyles. So Definitely a bit of a shock at the start, Clem. I, I, I won't. I won't lie. It's um, it was a bit of a, a bit of a yeah. 65%. Interestingly, of our business was going into the entree, so hotels, restaurants, pubs, and bars. Wow. And um, fortunately, we had a, a bit of an online platform in place that we could. We weren't doing a huge amount through it at the time, but we could certainly lean on it a bit more heavily. And um, and and it's it's softened the blow, shall we say? Yeah, yeah, as much as much as possible. So set the scene for us. Where are you? Where what do you see in front of you at the moment? I bet you're in your brewery again. Claim I'm in the brewery. I am indeed. So the brewery is a five and a half thousand square foot space. It, it it it's a it's an amazing space to come and see. Interestingly, it doubles up as a live music venue, as a as a wedding venue, as a, as a, as a as a um, art exhibition space, but but it's also a really quite uh, beautiful industrial chic space with a backdrop of 
the small beer brewing kit. And that's actually what I can see as I look down on the brewery floor now from the mezzanine. So we are a 30 barrel brewery here. Mm-hmm. And what's fascinating about the setup is for any of your listeners who might have done a bit of home brewing in the past, historically a really efficient brewing day would always have been about maximizing the alcohol that you could extract from your raw ingredient. And, and what's, what, what was received was really, really interesting is we flipped that thinking on its head and we actually look to maximize the flavor profiles delivered by each ingredient, but minimize the alcohol. Hence giving us low alcohol beer in small beer, but that's packed full of flavor. And, and so that's what I can see, Clem, as I look down, I can see our brewing mm-hmm. kit. Uh, I can see some malt and I can see some small beer cans and plenty of small beer bottles on the brewery floor as well. Sounds, sounds like uh, we're going to have to come and see you very soon. Have you reopened your doors now? We, we did last week, we actually had a, um, as in for, for, for the fourth, we have a, uh, a freewheeling, uh, they call freewheeling pizza. They're a, an amazing <laughs> wood fired pizza van with this wood fired oven in the nice. van and they, they park up outside and we had some high tables at, at appropriate distances and, and, um, and people coming through the doors I say through the doors, obviously, we, as you know, we have those big shutters on the front. It's a very airy yes. space. So everyone at good distance, people enjoying a beer and, and, and a slice or two of pizza as well. So, um, yeah, the atmosphere was great. The atmosphere was great. It was good fun. The music was playing and, and, um, and the vibes were good. So great to see that business is, you know, keeps going for you and you've done well. Um, I think obviously, you know, as you know, this podcast is all about the human connection and mm. human connection in the drink industry. It's, it's quite important, isn't it? Have yeah, you missed that part? It's, I mean, you're so right. Whether that be human connection over a great beer in your favorite pub or exactly um, indeed human connection when it comes to those that we work with throughout the hospitality industry and I think what's been fascinating is the resilience that the industry has shown yes. um, some really inspiring t- stories of, of how uh, businesses have pivoted whether that be restaurants providing uh, delivery to your to your homes which as you know for me which and 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 uh, my wife, we have two two young little little mm. girls, and that works out perfectly because we're not going out anywhere near as much as we used to. So having a exactly. great meal delivered to your doorstep is perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and likewise, what we've seen in the bottle cocktail space has been fascinating. And but the the support you know, coming back that human connection piece, that support I think we've all received certainly the, the in the SME space mm. um, uh, right across the country has seen consumers turning to support their local brands, their local businesses. And that's been amazing. We've really felt it here. No, it's so good to hear. I mean, I've, I've, I've interviewed a few people from various industries, uh, but I have to say the hospitality is the one which is, has been strikingly uh, resilient, as you say, and really clever coming up with new ideas all the time. Um, mm. We've seen a lot of businesses like yours, you know, do lots of uh, restaurant service, so, so on trade, moving to off trade really quickly and adapting really quickly, which congratulations, because mm. I know this is where you, you see where businesses are going and who will survive. Um, but interestingly, um, you know, you're not on your own to manage this this business. I know you have a great business partner, uh, Felix. Uh, how have you met the both of you? What's the story there? How do we meet? That's yeah. a great question. So we, our backgrounds were both in the drinks industry. 
Um, uh-huh. So I was at Sipsmith for eight years, and prior to that, I was in the wine industry, and Felix was one of the lead brewers at Fuller's. Uh-huh. Um, previous to that, he was at ABM Bev, in fact, working on quality control for Budweiser. Um, so we are but on shoulders of giants with small beer, Glenn. And um, <laughs> prior to that, he was building breweries. Brilliant guy. And he and I actually met at Sipsmith when I was running point on the sales and he was running point on the operations. And I've been looking at this space for a number of years. And um, there were so many occasions when it was lovely to go out, enjoy, enjoy great beer and great, enjoy great social beers. But, but if indeed it were a social lunch or, or yes. a couple of couple after work, you didn't always want the unproductive afternoon or indeed cloudy head the next day that it seemed to leave leave us with and i think what we were witnessing in the industry was the uh, strength arguably going up and up and up and in many respects that was inspired by the american craft market and mm. um, flavor profiles were great yeah you're at six seven eight nine percent hangovers spectacular <laughs> as well and i think the enjoyment came back to that human connection piece it was about being there with friends with colleagues yeah having a great beer or indeed multiple beers but not necessarily uh, wanting to experience those bleary-eyed consequences yeah, off yeah, the yeah. back of it and that's very much what inspired us to do what we do we but uh, this was in contrast to what we'd seen go in the past it was about delivering phenomenal flavor profiles but it was also about you know, zero interference, no cooking off the alcohol, no stripping yeah. it out via reverse osmosis, no filtering it out. Uh, you know, we were just going to use great ingredient and we were going to brew to strength. And to do that, we needed to rework the brewing process, as I very briefly touched on at the start. And, yeah. uh, and, I say, and in doing so, we actually launched the world's first dedicated small beer brewery in that we specialize in brewing uh, the category of small beer which is classic beer styles below 2.8 percent it's such a lovely story i have to say i i you're both so young so charismatic great background um lovely lovely setup um i can't wait to see where you'll be in a a few years (laughs) i'm longing to see what the future holds for for small beer um and how did you keep going on the on the communication side i know you've got a lovely team you're very close to them i'm Mm. I'm familiar with your setup how did you keep going on communication with um with with your business partner felix but also with your team during these times Mm. Well, Felix and I have actually been in the brewery throughout. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so we're, we're running, we have a bit of space in here, Clem, as you know. And, and um, so we're actually running just 50% team capacity at the moment with right. the others on furlough. But we've really tried to over-communicate with the team members that are on furlough. Small gifts and little treats from the brewery, whether that be beer or other. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, just great, great great books, great novels that we think each team member might enjoy just to kind of keep everyone fully in the loop and and looking forward to shortly. In fact, I was on a call with all the team the other day uh, Mm -hmm. talking about the reintegration plan. So that's really exciting. That is exciting news. Um, So have you endorsed like everybody else, all these Zoom call, Microsoft Zoom, you know, I mean, drinks, remote drinks on Fridays. Have you you set up all these things as well? We haven't quite got, we haven't been um, quite <laughs> to that extreme, but we've definitely been trying to over-communicate just to make sure everyone, you know, still feeling, is it... still feeling the love. And, yeah. um, but no, I, you know, the team are well, and particularly here at the brewery, it's, um, 
you know, we it's socially distant beers at the end of the day, and and uh, and that's great fun. And you know, and as you know, the music goes on, and 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 the, and the pints get poured, and um, <laughs> exactly, it's, it, it's a good atmosphere. But we're brewing, you know, we're brewing away, uh, we're brewing hard at the moment, and you know, we're we're giving, we're getting our vessels filled, and. Yeah. Giving them, you know, giving our beer that that long storage, that long maturation process. That you know, that it was one of our defining characteristics. But, but um, we, we love so it. Felix it's... is flat out. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we absolutely love it. As you know, we've been uh, we've been ordering throughout the, the the past few months, and we'll we'll carry on. That's for sure. Um, tell me one thing. You talk about music. You tackled that word, and obviously that resonated to me because I've seen you at many festival, music festival, and and various sort of foodie festival over the year. Mm. Um, quite a tricky time because there's nothing happening this year. Sure. Yeah, we, yeah, as you know, we take our um, our vintage mini uh, that we converted into a bar and, and <laughs> we call the mini bar, um, nice. which, which was my old car to a lot of the music festivals and events. And um, yeah, and that's, yeah, it's definitely left a, left a hole. Um, it's great to be there. It's great to be speaking face to face with those that are enjoying yeah. your product. And I think that's the same for all brands who, who spend time at those sorts of events, um, you know, and, and, and what's, what that's meant is that we've needed to adapt and communicate through other mediums mm-hmm. and through other platforms. I'm sure you know, many of us, as we certainly have, find ourselves investing more heavily in, in social media and yeah. through Google and, and, and exploring opportunities um, there to a greater degree. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I think one of the fascinating things, and if anything, it comes back to your human connection pieces once again, is I find myself on the phone to <laughs> customers, um, both trade and consumers mm. for lengthy periods of time. I can't tell you the number of consumers that I've had, uh, you know, we've sent cards to and, and birthday wishes and, and just and phone calls and 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 they're, they're people who love purchasing our beer on a regular basis, and that's brilliant. Okay. Uh, it's almost like we've all got a little bit, just a little bit of time back, and and certainly uh, everyone is finding time to to pick up the phone and and have that conversation as opposed to a, a, a you know a one line email signed off with yeah you know and so. No, exactly. It's, it felt the same for us. We have been extremely busy, spread out all around the country. Um, I've I've managed to to keep the the staff going, but throughout wherever they were, uh, and gathering through various medium of um, mainly Zoom. I have to say, we really endorse that that net- network. But the the human contact and and seeing them, we're back at the office now a few days a week. It's just so good to have everybody around, brainstorming, yeah. discussing, ch- exchanging ideas. Um, it's it sort of makes things a little bit faster i'm sure we'll be all fine but what an experience and on a personal level obviously you said you have two little one you've got you're married yeah. uh, how did you cope with it all because i guess you had to work so how, how did that work out for your family yeah that's a great question so <laughs> do you know what actually really amazingly in that uh, you mentioned the events i mean historically i would have been working Monday to Friday, and then events at the weekend. So, wow, yeah, exactly. Um, I, it's 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 given me my weekends back, and you know, <laughs> my youngest is is just seven months. So, um, oh. that's been some really special time, and and um, 
uh, and our eldest is, is just coming up to her second birthday and she would typically have been at nursery, but obviously it's given the, the, you know, our two daughters much more time together, which has been lovely. Yeah. Um, so actually, you know, there's definitely been... So your wife is grateful, basically. Thanks, COVID. She saw you every single weekend. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> I think there's been some, yeah, there's certainly been some really amazing positives uh, that have come off the back of it. And, you know, you're right. And it's kind of going back to that, that that sort of family connection that um, mm. that we've all had a bit more time together. Mm. Our kids aren't at an age where where homeschooling um, proves a, a daily battle. <laughs> For many, I'm sure it is, but yep. um, but it's certainly been a really it's been a it's been a pretty joyful time in that respect. Yeah, no, actually, the same same as you. I really enjoyed my uh, my lunches with the boys. I don't think that will ever ever happen again. Me having lunch with them pretty much every single day for over three months. Um, my my two are back at school. Only two, my three actually are back at school. Um, only two days a week from yesterday. So mm. the first time I drove the three of them at school after four, nearly four months. Wow. Um, I didn't know if I had to cry of joy or sadness. I'd yeah. say I was a bit torn, <laughs> thinking, okay, I'm free now to go to back to the office, but at the same time, you know, it's this was a lovely time and i and i can't lie it was a, it was a lovely time yeah. um yeah. no exactly but i guess time is the essence in a, in a business um you you've you're building up and you have built a really successful business now um do you network do you network a lot do i network i i certainly do network i mean my networking is is probably um often in, in sort of less formal settings yes we do the trade shows and uh, and and that's brilliant to uh, mm-hmm. reunite the band for want of a better phrase and that you know it's it's a great opportunity to get everyone back together but you know, a lot of my networking happens bar to bar and and going in and seeing seeing customers and spending time with them and and, and understanding how they're getting on obviously I'm talking pre-covid now but um mm-hmm. and and then during COVID, we've been in a lot of contact with our customers, just seeing what we can do to support. We sent out about over a thousand care packages into the industry. Um, Wonderful. That included, that was part of a, a big book club concept, which included a great novel, you know, a pack of small beer and, and some snacks, just as a, as a complimentary, you know, his, you know, just a, we're thinking of you. It was a, it was a, it was a note of solidarity uh, as much as, as Very nice. As yeah. Everything. So, um, you know, networking, absolutely. I mean, it's vital. People do business with people, certainly in our industry. And, you know, it's, I think, between Felix and I, collectively, you know, we've got, we've got over 25 years um, within the industry. Uh, you know, many of the, 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 the girls and guys that are, that are running great bars or the working great bars, you know, I've certainly grown up with. And, um, and so it's, it's, Yes, networking, absolutely. Keeping in contact, absolutely. And, you know, and I suppose we, we're using different mediums to do that now. I've been sitting on a number of really interesting discussion panels, um, yes. industry-focused discussion and, and, and giving commentary there. And, and um, so, so until those trade shows are back up and running, then, then that's, that's proved to be the medium with which we all gather. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I can't wait for you to do some sort of live gig from the brewery <laughs> you send my the sort of little package beer we sit in front of our computer and we have a friday night of music with small beer which i guess we can do but you know put together from the yeah. brewery here we go let's what do a, it what a great idea <laughs> <laughs> let's let's keep going um no i um 
I I I so relate on on all of many of these events, and it's uh, it's quite important to to network and carry on growing. Mm. For those who start in the industry, and for some people, I know clearly. You're very eloquent. Uh, you, you speak very well, James, I have to say. And it's something I always admire your, your writing skills as well. You can put a really good story together. Um, but, you know, for some people, it's, it's not that easy to go and network. Uh, what would be your tip on networking? It's a tricky one, I know. That's a, that's a great <laughs> question. I, I think um, one of the things I always used to do, and uh, particularly, and, and this is purely drinks industry related, Yes. But it would be, I would sit at bars for hours, different bars, and I would observe. And they, you know, and, and they might have been customers, they may not have been customers, but I would just observe what was happening, how they were engaging with their customers, how, how they were um, working with the products. And it's fascinating how taking a moment out of one's day to just sit and be and, and observe the, the, the surroundings and the goings on actually provides you with some really interesting uh, talking points, questions that you can ask. And uh, simply because you've taken a moment out to just see how someone is making that classic cocktail or how they're pouring that beer or, 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 or how much of something they're pouring and, 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 and trends that you might have just observed over a short period of time and questioning around that. And I think, you know, I think that's, that would be my my one piece of advice is is mm. that um, you know just just get an understanding of your surroundings uh, and and that could be a, particularly if your customers if you're networking in that sort of an environment where you're going in and you're you're chatting and you're meeting with managers and, and team members and, and, and GMs and um, but just take take a moment prior to that or, or or longer ideally and just just see how they operate. Uh, and it'll give you far more um, uh, gravitas, maybe, for when you actually do go and have that that more formal networking or indeed business conversation. That's such a great tip. Thank you so much, James. James, it's been an absolutely pleasure to talk to and you like... once again today. <laughs> <laughs> Clem, as always, well, look, anytime. And I look forward to us raising a glass. And this absolutely, part. I will be there. Yeah. And for everybody who wants to get in touch, um, James is on social media at Small Beer across all platform, I believe, James. Yeah. Uh, is there one platform people. more? Yeah. Is there one platform more uh, powerful than another for you? That's a great question. Um, you know, definitely reach out to us on, on Instagram. We're at Original Small Beer and Twitter and Facebook. Likewise, um or pick up the phone you know i think that's a great Brilliant. thing Just grab our grab our number from google and, and give us a call we we always like to hear from people that is awesome thank you so very much see Thanks. you very soon what a James. Pleasure. take care all the very best ciao, ciao. Bye, bye bye thank you so much for listening to connection privy a podcast produced by clementine communication pr agency this episode was mixed and edited by chris osborne For more insightful interviews about networking and the power of human connection, make sure to subscribe to Connection Privé on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And if you like what you hear, please leave a review in the Apple Podcast Store or tell a friend about us. I'm your host, Clémence de Crécy, and I hope to see you again soon. À bientôt!